minutes on the... There it is. How good top out is. We did how good top out is. And... save one of the three dying or dead breweries, it would be them. But you can, <laughs> there's a fucking, there's a list of, which I, I, I found it before, but there's actually a list of new breweries. That keep, there's a 40 breweries, or something around 40 breweries that have opened up this year. And there's 20 that have died so far, 22 that have died this year. No, but... I would swap all twenty new. Breweries. I would, I would, I would swap all forty for, for one top out. Aye, but remember, we could set a brewery up and we could brew in our garage, and it'd be set up as a brewery. Whereas, very true. Top out are running. Uh, I know, but I only want them to make one beer. Well, <laughs> how hard is it just to make the cone for the rest of your life? Stop fucking about with stuff and just make that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll get on to this in a second when we open up. Bye. Oh, there we go. <laughs> on you... task and keg. It doesn't even, you don't need to sell it to anybody. I just want you to make it for me when I want it. Let's do yeah, it. Just, I'll keep the premises going. All you need to do is go in every now and again and just brew that. And then Fucking money bags there. Go back to your own life. No, I'll take it and we'll downsize it to like a test kit. But I just want them <laughs> to make that. I'll buy the recipe after. You took the word right in my mouth. I'm like, I wonder where we get the recipe. Bruce. I don't think they would sell it. I think they would just give you it. You think? Right. You would need to give me it along with like Game on, then. six shots where they make it. I, I reckon they're nice enough guys. They'd just be like, oh, there you go. Ronnie with a sitter. Oh, he scored. No, yeah, big Ron's well. Six. Oh, he's outside. That- <laughs> Are we starting this podcast like Joe Rogan? Like it's just like a normal conversation and then Gav will break in like 20 minutes in being like, this is Beer Fridge Podcast. Ken, what really fucks me up? Are you watched like Netflix shows or any show that does that? There's something that Jade watches and I can't remember what it is and it'll be like 10, 15 minutes in and then all of a sudden it'll be like, intro. And you're like, what, what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing that for? No, Criminal Minds does that. Uh, no Criminal Minds. Uh, what an order SVU does that that does make I, I think it could be a new thing so Gav yeah. if you like introduce in like seven minutes time after we've uh, just ch- talk random random pish random pish well we, well, what do we normally do anyway well, basically it's what? recording our normal conversations which is usually just like random pish random pish <laughs> so what uh, what beer are you pairing with we might as well start as we normally start um, what are you pairing with your? Pistol? Oh, we need. I think we need. Oh, we need. Okay. I think we we can branch out into the, the old food pairings now. Oh, well, <clears throat> I've went. Okay. Peter Moretti. No. <laughs> no. So I, I've got uh, pesto uh, tortellini with uh, a wee bit of uh, garlic bread, and I've decided to pair. So I've got to start light. And do you notice how? Sorry. What? Do you notice how? His, his voice two minutes ago was like, da, 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 and then all of a sudden he's trying to, he's, brought, he's put then his he start, podcast go, voice in. I've got my bingo voice, hands up, yes, I have that. And he's put his fucking podcast voice on all of a sudden. Well, I I need to speak so that, you know, our avid listeners understand me. Pronounce my, than, my P's and Q's. Rather than the mumbling, waffling, pish talker that you guys know me as. Mm. Carry on then. Correct. Good enough. Carry on. So... This is green pesto, so I had to go with this as well. So this uh, beer is called 300 Laps of Your Garden. Mm. 
which <laughs> I thought kind of pairs up uh, not too bad. Um, it's from uh, Verdant, and it's uh, Columbus and Mosaic on the hot side, and my mate Nelson, Azaka, and Mosaic on the cold side, which nice. I love because, you know, it's really nice as a, you know, if you're interested in beer, understanding how they've brewed it and where the hops have went in and all the rest of it. No, you know just what's there, but hot side, playing. cold side, um, and yeah, it's. I, I actually don't even know, but I've, I'm basically I've, I'm describing it before I even tasted it. It's four point eight percent pale. You know, you opened it yet? It is open. It's in the glass. Yeah. It's actually sitting. Look how beautiful this thing looks. Oh, nice. Um, what's your yeah. glass was this evening? Sponsored by. Sponsored by oh, Jobo. Snap. I'm not quite a snap. I'm when I've got a Jack the Rabbit. Oh, well, we're all in the same style of glass, at least. A tulip. Oh, this is slightly disappointing. There's a joke there. No. Mm. Oh, so, it's a lovely beer. It doesn't go with pesto, put it that way. My parent was pish. Um, <laughs> The Columbus comes through. It's got a wee bit of bitterness to it. Um, for Verdant and Mosaic, Azaka and Nelson, it's lacking a bit of the Verdant kind of pop, if that's the best way, like the kind of that fruit-forward uh, tropical punch that you expect from a pale. The Columbus mm. does come through, okay, because um, it's got that like slight, sl- like slight, I'm not like. I'm not saying bitter in a westy kind of bitter aspect of it, but it's got like a a pininess that sort of resonates through, and it's sort of probably the main flavour that you get. I'm kind of hoping this um, livens up a little bit after I get rid of pesto. Um, well, it might it might liven up. Should we, well, I run. Let's run. Well, I run the music. It's, it smells so good. Run the music. Run the music. It is. Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, wherever you listen to this episode, make sure you subscribe, hit that dingling link to be notified of all the latest episodes. Give us a five-star rating if you can, much appreciated, and you can show your official support by heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. My name's Gavin, and I've got my drinking buddies. I've got Scott, and I've got Mark. Hello. Good Hello. A new intro style, I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like. Rambling baboons into podcast. We're always fucking doing anyway. Um, we start off as we normally do, go around the virtual table, see what we're drinking this fine evening. We know what Mark's drinking, we'll hopefully that thing livens up a little bit. Scott, what you got? Oh, fact, I know what you've got. The best fucking Westie this side mm-hmm. of the West. Indeed. Um, so I am having top out the cone. 
um, which is just spectacular. Um, bittersweet, obviously, this time, because it'll know. probably be one of the last times I get it. How many cans um, you got left? I'll order, I've got 12, um, and I think I've got maybe five left. Oh, no. Um, it's basically all I've got in the fridge, pretty much, other than stouts, and um, I have just been enjoying it. Um, Are you purposely slow, dr- slow drinking days, it? So. I'm taking my time to enjoy each can. It's not yeah. getting hammered, but obviously with a beer as good as that, also it's incredibly Morris, so you end up either, they're disappearing too quickly for me, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to, to take the time. Um, obviously it's a wee while since we spoke about it, just because we thought it would, uh, you kind of get that, you thought it would always be there, so I'll remind. Um, obviously Bad, it's it? named after the bit of the hot plant used in brewing. Um, it's intense, strong, but lots of great fruit. All American hops added at different stages in the brewing process, as well as being double dry hopped. Um, it's Ben Loman Mountain is the topographical map that's on the can, um, which is all the top out cans have got that topographical map on there. Um, the hop bill is Simcoe Amarillo and Palisade. Nice. Um, which is lovely, and it just creates a, it's proper, like, as piney as you can get and as grapefruity as you can get, I think, and it's just a proper, it's the West Coast, like, the intense enough a flavour that it reminds you of your, your original West Coast, which is a good bit of nostalgia, whilst also being quite modern, and it, it's taken flavour, probably no, as, as modern as... as because people's tastes have kind of went away for that kind of bitter aspect, no. but it's definitely the best bitter IPA um, proper West Coast that's no US um, made, if you like. Um, it's incredible. Uh, 6.8%, so packs a decent bit of heft, and it needs it to give you the intense flavour that you get, so it's perfect. Um, just, as I said, bittersweet. Um, I can feel mm-hmm. a tear coming to my eye at the moment because it's one of the last cans I'll get. <laughs> with it before I before I launch a bid to buy the recipe and um oh, no. brewery with the millions that I've not got. I know Mister Money Bags, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, need a need a, a big coupon one, and then we can we can aye. talk about it. That would be good. Uh, I myself, I stopped off at um, Arundel's Brew House. Um, basically, they've got a big kind of farm shed thing and it's it's like a cracking wee venue it is in the middle of kind of nowhere you, if you're going there you're going there for for, for it and you're, you need a taxi you're passing you through ah, I'm <laughs> sleeping in your no definitely and um, <laughs> so it's a combination of there's, there's fresh coffee and stuff there's a coffee shop and then it's got the brewery at the back and then obviously a wee shop at the front where the beers and stuff and I was just so happened to be passing by in my work and nipped in picked up a couple of cans and the first can I seen in the fridge I'd just seen cold IPA and I didn't even, seen, didn't even need to read anything else and I was like that's going straight in my fucking basket um, and it's Picnic uh, part of the summer series cold IPA and it's 7% and it's a new addition to their cool box, whatever that is. Didn't do any, didn't do a tremendous amount of research, but 
cool box, whatever. So it's a cold uh, fermented still brew. It's using lager yeast, which is what it should be doing. And it's they're going in a more of a West Coast style um, with this cold IP, which is a nice little touch. Mosaic, Amarillo, Azaka, and Comet. Co- Comet. Have we had Comet before? Doesn't it? That's what I thought. <laughs> nah, I've, uh, I'm sure I've, I've heard of Comet. I couldn't tell you if I've ever had it in a beer. No, nah, I can't. I, not. I feel like I've heard it, but I can't remember. It must have been like three or four cans in. Um, so, so all those hops come together cr- to create a delicious, clean, and crisp flavor profile uh, in this cool, cold uh, IP. And it's 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 that thing of it's meant to be a lager kind of, but almost like uh, an amplified lager, but it's just hoppy as fuck, and you get that juicy profile that you want and. Cold IPAs are, I've mentioned it too many times, are my style of the year, 100%. They're fucking awesome. I love them. This one is is one of the better ones. It's up there. Um, what was the first one we had? It was fucking tremendous. Mark, the, help me. The first cold IPAs were, we were introduced to it by, it was like Overtone and Overtone. Yes, Northern thank you. Monk and North. Remember, it was like North versus South, they both done. Yes, bingo. Mm-hmm. Cold IPAs. Um, I remember the Overtone one was fucking unreal. In fact, that is, uh, is the Overtone one because it came in my bruiser box and it was fresh as fuck and literally the best thing I've ever tasted since sliced bread. Because uh, I didn't get it and the box and then I was lucky I met James. When I mean lucky, I popped into Overtone to see <laughs> James and he was very kind to... Stocked. Stocked. Um, exactly. Stocked is the word you need to be using there. Yeah. Yep. On Comet, by the way, um, as a uh, as a hop, it's uh, a dual purpose hop, uh, strong bittering with grassy citrus, grapefruit aromas on it. So sounds very straight up the the, the west coast vibes. Yep. Uh, as a US hop, um, it was first brewed um, or first released in 1974. Fair play. Um, Quite old then. Is it? A proper old school. Yeah. A cross between English sunshine and the Native American wild hop, supposedly. And that was Hop 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 Corner by Mark. Hop Hop Corner. Hop Hop History Corner. Thanks. There you go. I just, uh, like, just when you kind of described it, it's, you know, it's everything I want from a beer. (laughs) It's cracking. See the the thing, you get that juiciness and that kind of, I know it's 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 designed around the West Coast style, but you do get that kind of fruity punch, like you said, the grapefruit. You're definitely getting that, so you're getting a wee bit of fruitiness, but you're getting the mouth feeling everything and crispness that you want from a lager. But then, I've I've had a wee gulp a second ago, and I've sat it down, and I'm, I'm talking right now, and I can feel that bitterness coming back through in the back end and on my tongue. I'm like, mm, I want some more. Right, it's cracking. Nice beer. And I a brewed. I've I dip in. Every so often, they do make half decent beers. In fact, they make very decent beers. Um, doing them a disservice there. And aye, if you get a chance to grab one, I would certainly do so. And if you're on the south coast of England and you you pass by the brew house, it's definitely worth a wee stop. It's a nice wee venue, a nice wee pit stop, whatever you're going, because you're probably going somewhere else. Let's be honest. You know, <laughs> you're not stopping the, there. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere, pretty much. It's on a bypass. Not really. Aye. Just, you're not like stopping there. It's like the little chef of uh, 
See if I know if I know from where I'm based, if I'm going to Southampton or from a Portsmouth day, I know I'm going to pass it. I'm like, oh, I'll stop on the way back on the way there. Depends what time I, I leave. So that it's always a pit it's stop for me. A cup of coffee on the way back to your no, it is not genuinely. That's what you could do. It's, it is perfect for those that, that those kind of things to be fair. But no, it's a good, it is a good wee stop. I have I have got a, a dipper um, from those guys to try. Um, with a collaboration with Run the Jewels, which I can't figure out what Run the Jewels is. If it's the old school fucking music group that I think it is, or if it's just some some random shit that I don't actually know, but it doesn't say in the can, so I'll figure it out at some point, and I'll get to that. I've also got a fucking I've got a new beak. Got the new beak. You be beak. Run the Run the Jewels is a hip hop duo. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, some fierce, Jules. some fucking fierce googling there, by the way. Brooklyn-based rapper and producer EIP. So the reason why, I, the reason why I know it, the reason why I, I recognise it, there's a podcast I listen to called um, "The Rights to Ricky Sanchez," okay. and it's a Seventy Sixers group uh, podcast, basically basketball team. Might bore you for a second, but their um, intro is. From those guys, run the jewels. Pumped after rockets, most recently. Yes. Thanks. Go fuck yourself. <clears throat> Got to keep um, the little ones while they're available because there's not very many of them for the old Houston Rockets. So we've got to take mm-hmm. what we can get while it's going. True that. True that. True that. True that. Um, if you're not aware, and if you're not at this point, where the fuck you been? Um, this week is going to be the finals of our People's Choice Brewery of the Year award. We've got Heist against Umbard. Voting is going to go live on Thursday, so make sure you check out the Instagram page and get voting for your brewery of the year. And if there's, if you disagree with those two breweries, tough shit. Should have voted. Yeah, basically. You well, the thing is, you, if if you're upset, then it's your own fault, like yeah. you say. Aye, so people's choice that people chose. You're people. one of the people. If you're one of the people who didn't vote, then sucks to be you. Sucks to be. <laughs> So yes, that uh, kicks off on Thursday. Looking forward to seeing that and seeing those results. Well, I'm hopefully have to rely on us having good taste and uh, have chosen the right yeah um, nominations <laughs> and then winners for the various different categories that are well, probably the, subjective and the, chosen the, by us. The categories are just so hard. Like every year, we just like... have one, just one category. Well, we did. Yeah. So this, we did this. We did this just the first year. <laughs> The first year we did just beer, basically, and the second year we're like, oh, we should just broaden out a wee bit, and I think the third year we're like, oh, it's nearly it done again. The so next week is going to be the the award show. The next week, aye, next week will be the award show. The fridges officially, so everything will be announced. Um, the beers of the year, etc. Screenshots of our um, chat over the next seven oh, days, which will undoubtedly be arguments galore while we uh, throw. Years back and forth in various categories. What was um, it we said last week? Throw shade. Hundred percent shade Docs, getting thrown. <laughs> Google Docs and editing flying about everywhere. Where uh, commentary it should be commentary next to everybody's it should, um, chosen chosen beers. We should have the ability to comment and then screenshot that and fire it in. Well, what would we'll what what I will what I will say for people listening? If you want to nominate like a beer that you've had of the year or something or whatever. 
a favourite beer you've had throughout, send us a message, let us know what it is, and if we agree, we might put it on, and if we don't agree, I'll, we'll just ignore you. Well, I appreciate your comment. Same way, um, if anybody wants to um, put, um, anybody wants to sway my vote on or nominee inclusion, um, all they need to do is send me one can. Of one hundred percent biased. Send you one can of whatever <laughs> it is that you think should be included in whatever category. Um, I'd imagine the categories will be announced at some point. So we'll. Uh, yeah. I've got the. We'll, I, we'll I think I've got them here. here. Are, we, are we going to? Uh, all right. I, well, we need to kind of nail down the categories if we're being completely but honest. I've got the main ones. Let's be honest. We're going. We're not going to go past any of these. Right. Like, okay. We've got like the small the beer, beer, big beer. Cardboard box. Beer. Cardboard box beer, right. Dark beer, light beer. Nah, well, I broke them down a little bit more this year. So, um, so best stout, porter, right. yep. IPA. Mm-hmm. And stout then and a, porter are separate categories. A, yeah. Okay. Uh, I broke down IPA, pale, and westy. Mm. We need to do that. Because remember, when Cone won, that was just IPA and... There was the IPA thing with like when you look back at the document for last year, there's like sixteen IPAs. Yeah, and it was a bloodbath of Aye. it was brutal. I've got Dipper slash Tipper because I think you could probably tie them together. No, definitely. Like as an Imperial IPA. We had Barrel Age as well, <clears throat> didn't we? I've no, got, Imperial. We had Imperial. Yeah, I've got Best Low and No. Which is a new well, one. Well, the fucking Mash Gang Award winning that, winning that the, to be honest. The Mash Gang Award. Nah, exactly. oh, hey, man, what <laughs> a jump ship. i just placed an order for another... Uh, no, okay, well, we'll give them a nomination. But I'm Mash Gang is still going. I'm just saying, we're not biased You'll here. You'll be throwing fucking... Uh, where's my lucky saint? Um, <laughs> no, I'm... Um, my... Uh, I just ordered another 12 stoops. Nice. Um, well, I, I took delivery of them the day for, uh, for Jade's grandpa, so... Oh, is he wanting them? Well, he's been drinking them for the, the past year since we, we had them on. Shut up, really? Cans and I have been ordering them, them incrementally, um, totally taking over from whatever Aldi's were, or it was uh, Bex Blue for it, it was it was the normal go-to. Has he, found, has he found them a lot better, like I? Aye, he enjoys them much, much better. Um, tastes That's like cool. a proper beer, he says, so. Um, cool. I enjoys them, so I've got them picked up another 12 of them and they came really quick no issues or anything like that DPD dropped them off today straight straight out of your straight from Mashley straight from Mashley himself <laughs> love that from Mashley with love it's nice. in the books so <laughs> um, I really good just uh, amazing I was annoyed that I just I was like oh, I'll just get the 12 and that's it if there had been space in the box and I hadn't been getting just the, the, the 12, I would have got one of the, the new kind of barrel-aged stout thing. Oh. Um, which just as as I might, that's going to be a mindfuck. <laughs> no, the other one, the, the, I think it, i seen it the day. Is it the devil something or something? There's, there's that, and then there's something yeah. else I've seen. you seen the, the one with Vault City? The yeah, chof. the shoff. The, the shoff, aye. Grapefruit, aye. orange, and, and lemon. Aye, so that's the... the uh, Schofferhofer dupe. I've got to admit, like, they, if, if the beers, I'm saying if, but, like, I'm, like, because we've not tried them, but if they hold up in terms of 
flavor. I appreciate like the imperial, the bodies, like like how you manage that. I don't know, but I would be so intrigued if anybody could pull it off. That will be definitely the. Well, if you've if you've been on the Instagram page in the last twenty four hours, um, they've brought out like three new laggers, which is just mental. One's called it says cheap sucky lager, and it's like the word sucky's been scrolled out, uh, scrubbed out, so it's like cheap lager, and then they've got cheaper lager, and then there's cheapest lager, just lager. All right. Uh, honestly, like the marketing stuff's fucking brilliant. I, the, they do such a good job. I've, uh, I've like, I and follow... the, 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 beer, the breweries that are collaborating is just fucking mental, by the way. So it was funny, mm. Jordan had, Aye, really good. Jordan had wrote on his uh, LinkedIn this week uh, that <clears throat> he's kind of hit most of the breweries. Like, there's a few that he, yeah. wants, he still wants to collaborate, but mm-hmm. next year he's aiming for non food and drink related collaborations so he's aiming for like Gucci and fucking all these folk (laughs) (laughs) okay so it's going to be full brands I was like Calvin Klein beer that'd be brilliant man but see the thing is as well he's he's been going mental with the merch and stuff like there's bandanas there's fucking key rings there's fucking a whole lot of shit and it's like that's pretty cool man it would be so amazing. He's got scarves. He's got scarves. What brewery? No, there's a couple that have like football scarves. Scarf proponents. I just half I've and half scarves. Yeah. Half and half. Oh no! It was just I was hee hawing laughing. Like it's like Mash nah. I, I, I think I'm going to go for um, like it was Gucci. I'm sure was on the list. If you know what I mean for yeah. Um, <clears throat> Imagine the can though. That'd be cool. Thing is, the, what would be going mental or that like the can seen, would be more the can would be more expensive than the beer. You seen you the know f- camping at fucking Aye. Asda looking for that whatever it is KSI's um, energy drink. What's it called? Seriously, Aye, um, prime, prime prime that's the one. Prime that's it. The red and the blue primes folk camp like Asda get them in like consignment set in and there's folk like the folk that work inside the shop have have. Like Casey's sell before they're even out on the shelf. And, Aye. Like and then they're selling um, them. Uh, they're if you're buying on t- them and then selling them at double, triple the price. If you're on TikTok, you'll know fine well of, of Wakey Wines. Best shop in Wakefield. Wakey Wines. Bingo, bingo. Gala, bingo. Reference it's probably lost in half of you. And some of you who are sad like me who sit on TikTok, you'll know what I'm talking about. There's, a, there's one like that. There's a shop in. I'm sure it's in South Shields or something like that. It's like Newcastle this anyway, I think. And uh, they go around and gee that it's like their phrases uh, when we get a deal, you get a deal kind of thing. <laughs> and they go around about the whole shop and show you the deals they've got in. Honestly, it's un- unbelievable, but like mind numbingly like satisfying to watch. <laughs> this boy's telling you you can get four packets of jammy dodgers for a quid. <laughs> I feel like I genuinely feel like see I, like I should come up with one slogan. I'm selling fucking crutches, and I get yeah. crutches. Yeah. <laughs> I, I get crutches. You get crutches. Eh? I don't know. <laughs> mm, I don't know how for that, you see, that for when go, you need something to lean on. <laughs> I, I mean that, that that could go down a whole a really dark hole that conversation uh-huh. actually. So yeah. let's um, steer away from that swiftly um, before we get ourselves in trouble. 
they are the number one supplier of the WWE, which is good. So Correct, Mundo. Correct. <laughs> we know that. We know that. We know that. Are we, are we allowed to? You've you've mentioned it there, Mark, and are we in our chat when we're we're, ch- we're talking there? Uh, yeah, I think. Well, he said he was going to join right now. Yeah. Oh. So keep I thought you eye. meant. I thought you meant. Like, oh. There he is. No, I was going to say keep an eye out. I didn't think it there was going to be like a drop in. I didn't think there was a drop in session. We're doing drop ins. We're doing drop ins. I, I mean, I, I do a lot of drop shit, but don't drop ins. Hello, David. You haven't pulled him in. I, I, I can see him. Oh, he's there, he's there. Oh. David. I can't see him. I can see him. Can't uh, hear him. I can see him. There's four things on the cinema screen. What I'll do... A screen print. What we'll do, what we'll do, what we'll do. This oh. is what we'll do. Mr. This is ba- what happens when you try and do things on the fly. On the fly, I know. We, we don't mind on the fly. <laughs> oh! Oh, we can hear him. Oh, we can hear him now. Can you hear me now? Oh, we can hear can him hear you now. now. Excellent. I'm a bogus gas man. <laughs> Evening, gentlemen. Hello, David. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for the 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 invite. To no. join in. the, oh, it's what? caught. It's, it's caught me in Scott by semi surprise. What yeah, you know, an amazing. We we don't really organise too much, but no. as soon as as soon as David sent me a picture, he had he had picked me up on my um um. Pronunciation you call you a walloper. I should have said you walloper. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the word you used, wasn't it, Gavin? It yes, was, correct. It was a walloper, correct. And he was sitting enjoying a couple of lovely looking beers, and I just said, "How are the beers?" And he said, "We're good." And I said, "Why don't you join and tell us?" So basically, that's where we're at. No, they're 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 they're. they're very are you drinking? Are you similar. drinking? Are you drinking? <laughs> are you drinking own brand? No, I am not. Um, I went out to get the other half some. Supermarket Prosecco, and uh, I picked myself up some uh, top shelfers. I was going to say, do you do um, what I do? Do you do what I do? So you you buy the, the cheapest Prosecco, cheapest wine, but then you end up spending like <laughs> 20 quid on yourself. <laughs> you're like, there you go, Hen, there's a six pound bottle of Prosecco, and you've got like 20 quid of beer. Like, cheers, Hen. Not quite, because my other half has a, a champagne oh, uh, yeah, habit. Okay. Oh, so if I, if, I turn up, if I turn up with the, with the uh, heartburn style yeah. Prosecco, then um, you know it's off. it's not really worth my it's not worth my uh, sleep on the couch. Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> it's no because Gaviscon's bloody expensive. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, buy cheap, buy twice. Uh, exactly. <laughs> you buy three packets of Rennie just to get through the next three days. <laughs> exactly. No, no. It's oh, the, but, the, but in, I. Know, we, in sorry, Tesco's, in fairness, in fairness to Tesco's, every uh, every night or, or every time I go in there, there's something half decent in the Prosecco world going uh, at club card price. So, um, yeah, you, you know, it's that. it's quite often that yeah, one true. that uh, that gets picked up. But true I'm not a, big, not a big wine drinker. Um, certainly not fizzy wine drinker. So yeah. uh, I, I, I leave that to, to her to give me the, uh, the reflux rate, the reflux rating <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on the bottle. So what did you pick up then? Um, it was I Heart Prosecco Rosé this good. evening. Lovely. Um, well, and what you got for yourself? Right, more, and for myself, more I more got more. the North collaboration between Northern Monk, Overtone and Neon Raptor. Uh, future, no. 
That's the other uh, one. No, it's just called North. It's just called North. All right. Yep. Another one. Um, and I got a Heathen. Lovely. Oh, the, by the way, that is solid, by the way. It's superb, isn't it? That's that is right. such a solid beer. That's what I'm on right this second. Like the double, like, Gil, we've spoken about the double Heathens a couple mm-hmm. of times and it's been fucking tremendous. And I know, the, the, like you said, David, it's, on, it's in Tesco and I found it first in Waitrose. Mm-hmm. Um, showing my money there. Oh, fucking skin tone. Yeah, we were hawking it at three seventy five. I can fucking well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, no, good beer. Sorry, they've kind of. It was still three fifty in Tesco's. You know what I mean? And I know. I know. Let's face it. If you buy ten cans of it, you're only saving two pound fifty. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what can two pound fifty buy you? Not fuck a lot. Fuck off. Um, no, yeah, and and uh, and a can of North Brewing's Ultra Phase. Yes. Um, Bang for buck, I like what that does to my tongue. It's a bit in the zingy zingy side. (laughs) Is that the double IP? Combination, combination. Um, Aye, double IP. It's a combination of high ABV, extremely bitter, and heavily, heavily dry hopped. Smells uh, incredible. A tongue tickler. It's less easy to drink, but it's usually the last one of the evening. Oh no, that's the first one. Are you joking? Are you... Have you? Does he know the, the routine here? Well, he doesn't. You start high he... and go down the hill. Right. I, 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 I... Start no, high and I... stay high. I was going to say we start at the top <laughs> and we end at the top. Gun approach. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I, I can I do I, I line up my evenings, and it's must it must be just um, hazard of the job. I do a lot of, of tastings and things like that, so. I actually think about what what I'm going to consume in what order of an evening, which maybe sounds a bit sad, but no. it's, I don't even it doesn't take an awful lot of thinking. Um, it's, <laughs> that, I, that, it's that lager was... IPA stout, you know. That's, 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 that's five. It's not that's fucking. Six, that's eight. It's not rocket no. science. <laughs> I think what we need, but the listeners may be going, who the f- is David? Who's this guy? <laughs> I think just to clarify, David. Um, me and Scott are aware who you are. Um, please enlighten all the other two the listeners. Because listener. we know you listen, and now we're, we're fucked with listeners, but um, all the other <laughs> listeners. <laughs> um, we've cut our listeners in half with know. David joining. I know, we're fucked with probably, probably just as well. Um, so I am the founder of Spay Valley Brewery, or co-founder of Spay Valley Brewery, uh, and a colleague of MD's. Um, I started Spay Valley Brewery back in 2007. Um, it was seemed like a good idea at the time. Uh, my friend <laughs> and uh, business partner at the time, um, uh, I was living in Speyside. I'd moved up from Gurek. I was working in the whiskey industry and I met my business partner. Uh, he was drinking in the bar I was working in and as you know, as the best, <laughs> best bad ideas often <laughs> start in pubs. Um, yep. Yeah, it, basically, um, I was a night shift at the distillery and I was a bit bored and I was, it was at the time when, you know, the internet was reasonably new and, you know, you could buy yourself a microbrewery for a, the price of a, a nice car and, um, yeah, we did, basically, and we <laughs> started off with uh, a 90-litre plant and then scaled up to a 300-litre plant and then I sold my house and bought a 20 barrel plant. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
And now he uh, lives at the brewery. My, my uh, business partner sold his wine collection, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's a farmer. He's um, he's 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 a hell of a nice chap. Um, but he, yeah. So basically, you know, this was over a, an extended period. You know, I, I laugh. Yeah. When you think two thousand and seven was when we got incorporated, and it was two thousand and ten before we were actually legally in a position to sell anything. It took me about three years to make something that was decent enough to go into a pub. Right. Um, because I've never been a home brewer. Right, okay. Um, you know, I came from it from a, a more kind of commercial angle. I'd Aye. made whiskey for a living. And, you know, I was used to big plants, you know, like the first mash ton that I worked was Glenn Lovitz, and it was 11 and a half tonnes of malt that went in it, you know. <laughs> it's a, a fair scale difference from uh, even, you know. Bo- Boz Deep, one would say. I, I mean, that wasn't the biggest. The, you know, latterly, before before I, just to give you an idea of the, the places I worked. Um, so I started off with Shivers Brothers, and I worked at Glenn Lovett and Glenn Grant, the stillers, and they've got kind of 12 tonne mash tons. Yeah. I then moved to working in maltings for a while, which processed something like 1,100 tonnes a week. Mm-hmm. It was just mammoth. That was Burkhead Maltings. Fantastic job, actually. Um, great team, great great bunch of guys, and really, really interesting. And then uh, I, Diageo were building um, a distillery, Rosile Distillery, mm-hmm. um, just up the road from there. And it was the first distillery they built in, I think, about 40 years or something like that. So I threw my name in the hat and got picked to be part of the commissioning team for it and be part of the, the building of it. So I was involved in that, but that was two 12-ton mash tons. That was 24 tons of mash. Oh, man, digging that out so, would have been a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, the draft line, for, uh, the, the stories from there, like that was, that was highly entertaining work in there. Um, everything was supposed to be automatic. And um, I tell you what it was, not it? Oh, <laughs> it might have been automatic, but it wasn't all waterproof. Some issues, uh, there, there were a few issues. Um, Teething but problems. you know, hmm. yeah, but by the time, by the, by the time we'd got through, you know, commissioning, and there was lots of testing, and like seriously, seriously clued up folk involved in that project, and the things that went wrong with it there weren't that many of them and the ones that did go wrong you wouldn't have been able to predict them I don't think Aye. Um, and but you know when 24 tonnes gets fucked up that's that's a lot that's a lot of that, stuff that's they, a were processing 20, but they were processing was... 24 tonnes every 6 hours so wow. <laughs> fucking hell Jesus Aye, it's, it's a different scale like distilling is a Massively different where scale. Where do you get to, the grain uh, to back that up? I was going to say, eh? Like, really? Well, well basically, <laughs> Rosile was built on a Maltings. All right, okay. Uh, so okay. It's, it's home, and, it's home but, it, stuff. but it didn't always get it didn't always get all its malt from there. So you know, you, no, you had uh, Burkhead Maltings it. up the road, which was, as I say, eleven hundred or twelve hundred tons a week, and then you had um, Rosile right. Maltings on the same site, which I can't remember. Was it three hundred tons a week? Or six, it was between three and six hundred tons a week it could produce. So it was mammoth, and it was serving a lot of the distilleries in the the north of Scotland. Fucking great! It must set you up though, being involved in a new distillery, because obviously it must go on for a 
you'll have years, obviously, to wait. So you must, like, waiting for a bit of time for a viable product to appear must be something that you were used to then. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, the, the beer to the right stage, it's got to be right. Well, I think the main, obviously got to sit, isn't it? The main, I would say that was, it was really good watching the process because they were very methodical about how Rosile was designed to be a, what they called a multi-product plant. Right. And they, it meant that they were able to produce lots of different characters of spirit because in the same way that beer's not beer, beer is, you know, any, any, uh, can be a spectrum of things. Whiskey's the same. So you can have waxy, fruity, oily, um, smoky, smoky. Yeah, but there's <laughs> the, you know there's the, there's a flavour feel for whiskies for whiskies as well, and there's a flavour feel for new make. And you know every distillery that certainly with Diageo, Diageo's probably got the best handle on um, what differences between their distilleries make the characters, and they're mm. very very protective about keeping that character. So that you know their blenders have an easier job that so that there's consistency, so that you know what your consumer is getting at the end of the day is what they're expecting. Yeah. And the knowledge they had, and they took that to Rosile, um, and they put in all, you know, all the kit was very, very traditional. It was all computer controlled, but it was very, very traditional, and there was a meter or a gauge and a temperature gauge on everything. So they were able to use that information and plot everything and basically say, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, which is like, we're going to copy Cardo Distillery and then we're going to copy Nakando Distillery and then we're going to copy blah, blah, blah. And what came out at the end of it, while it was broadly similar and it fitted the profile, it still wasn't the same. Mm. So, but, you know, the water was completely different and the still shapes were completely different. The temperatures that they were running them at were different. There was all sorts of things that were different about Rosile, but they broadly copied certain characteristics and they got a, a broadly similar spirit, which meant that they were able to then substitute that in the blends. So, yeah. you know, the blends are the biggest selling products, you know, yeah. the single malts are a yeah. small part of it. Um, but going through that process with them, I, I was involved with it for, for quite a while. And, you know, the, the, if they weren't able to hit the character, the, the process control team who were lining up all the things that we were supposed to do, if it wasn't hitting the spec that they were at, within a couple of weeks, managers were asking questions. And then mm -hmm. after a couple of weeks later, their managers were asking questions. And then yes. <laughs> after about a month or two, you had people like so high up the company that wouldn't have a fucking clue what was going on actually <laughs> in the plant because they'd get like hardly any technical knowledge. And getting involved in these meetings, but basically it put even more pressure on the poor process support folk. Um, and 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 one of the characters they just could not replicate. So, you know, they they'd thrown they'd thrown the book at it. They tried Aye. absolutely everything, and they just they just couldn't get it. Um, so that whole art and science thing, it actually, you know, it keeps a little bit of faith. That, yeah. that, you know, there is still a little bit of art in there, and a little bit of mystique about how um, how these things are made when you have millions of pounds and dozens of scientists all working on character profiles and things like that and they still couldn't copy this particular distillery mad isn't it, so, absolutely mad um, David um, it's kind of it's good that you've joined us and I'm, I'm really glad that you have done so because there's, there's things that I've, I've I was, we were going to talk about anyway on the podcast but I, I was trying to get people somebody to come on and and chat with us about it anyway. And I'm, 
super glad you've joined us. So basically, you've you've probably seen, especially over the last couple two days anyway, um, these brews are going under. So the likes of Twisted Wheel, who who won raised the bar a part of the We Are Beer competition, the We Are Beer beer festivals they were a part of, and they won uh, raised the bar alongside Drop Project and other breweries. So they travelled the country to all these beer festivals, all the VR beer beer festivals, uh, to showcase their beers as one of the best new up-and-coming breweries. And sadly, the news came out today, or yesterday, whatever fucking day it was, that they're having to close Shut Up Shop. And obviously, Top Out are the same. And then um, we've got Wild Beer also Wild, yeah. are, are doing the exact same thing. And I wanted to get the, the, the opinion from the other side of, obviously, consumer point of view going oh shit breweries are dropping left right and centre and then I'm looking at a list of 40 breweries that have, have kind of popped up over this year anyway and granted Mark was saying like some of these breweries can be just fucking homebrew guys who are doing it in their, in their, in their garage and stuff but what how challenging is it at the moment to be a brewery because we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago and it, it's, it must be tough and we said beforehand that when we've seen the stories that are coming at all these breweries closing, there's going to be a lot fucking more. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. There's, yeah. there's no other way to put it. Um, the pressure that's on us now, I mean, the pressure that was on us before, um, you know, the industry, it's almost, it's almost eaten itself. It's, you know, mm. you, you could say it's, would you, I don't even know if you would say it's a victim of its own success, but it just, for some weird reason, it became extremely fashionable yeah. to open a brewery. And lots of guys who probably would have spent their money on an M3 or a fucking watch <laughs> decided to open a brewery. Yeah. You know, and they would have been better buying the M3. Yeah. They'd have had more fun with the Lamborghini. Mm. And... Oh, and they got more money back. Got more money, aye. Well, they might have lost the same amount. They might have lost the same the same amount, but they probably have pulled more birds. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're going to the roof of your brewery, of course. David, you're, you're um, scuppering our ideas of setting our own place up, though. You know, know that. It's it's a horrific idea. It, 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 is, it is. It is a bad idea. It, like it is. It's a terrible idea. Um, and you know, I, I listen to, um, like, um, could be a hunting podcast, and they whoa, whoa, know, they, whoa, they, they, whoa. They, they, wait a minute, hold. You listen, you listen to podcasts? Am I joking? Of course I do. I, 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 you listen. <laughs> I have to. I have to educate myself. Um, and every time they get on, there's got a tap. Yeah, they didn't get They've got a tap room going. They've got a community. They're you know they're getting folk around with their kids to have lattes and things like that. And I'm going, well, Mark, you've been to Bay Valley Brewery, right? What we've got around us is fields and a bog. (laughs) (laughs) And no public transport. And, um, you know, we have a beautiful view. We have the best view. I would arguably the best view of any microbrewery in the country. Uh Um, But, you know, having that lower rent and being out in the sticks comes at a price and that price is logistics. Yeah. And with the cost of fuel and the cost of shipping and transport and all the rest of it, it makes things um, quite challenging. So our neighbours, Windswept, they've got a cracking tap room. Yep. 
And, you know, when I was speaking to Nigel not that long ago, um, he was basically quite happy to just sit there because he's he's got a nice little setup and he's 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 quite happy with the volume he's doing, he's quite happy with the number of pubs he's doing. Right. Um but it's it's taken him um a long time to create that, to curate that, and and they do it very, very well. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to them. Now when they they bought a ten barrel plant, I bought a twenty barrel plant with the idea that I was gonna fire um into the wholesale market. Aye. And then and then discovered that the wholesale market had a lot of people in it that are a lot bigger than 20 barrel. <laughs> you know, so, so you know, for example, our, our friends at Broughton who've got, you know, a, a 7,000 litre a batch brew length. Yeah. Now, that's a plant that can operate in those those arenas. But when I had been setting myself up, I'd been speaking to folk who had 10 barrel plants, 15 barrel plants, things like that, and they're going, oh, I can't make enough, I can't make enough, this is amazing, it's doing really well. It's easy to run out if you've got a tiny plant. True. And it's Maybe. easy to think you're doing a great job. <laughs> it's easy to, it's it's easy to think you're doing a great decent, job. One decent order on your shop. Exactly. And it's easy to, to, to think that you're doing a great job if your yeah. 500 litres goes like that. Aye. You know? But it's, it's it, everybody's situation, I think, is different. Yeah, Every brewer, yeah. the brewery that's, that's popped up. And there's, you know, there's your trust fund ones, there's your rock star ones, there's your... You know, everybody, every single one of them, and and the the all of all the ones that have popped up more recently, the ones that are likely most likely to survive. I hate to say it, are just the ones that have the most money. No, it's it's a shame, and it's 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 sad because, like like you said, got Twisted Wheel are going under. They're they've won awards and stuff, and recently won awards, and we've had them on the podcast, and their beers taste fucking amazing and stuff, and then. Wild beer, who have been an OG. very uh, exactly very instrumental in the time where the, the other bit that gets me, which is doubly sad, and we spoke about it before with with Bilko, Gav was the the crowdfunding stuff. Aye, they, Wild took a lot of money off a lot of people, um, and they invested. They knew the risk, right? That, that that's one hundred percent the case. They knew the risk when they were getting in. That they probably wouldn't see a return on their investment. I mean, not everybody's likely to turn equity and I'm not going to go equity for <laughs> equity for Egypt, right? Equity for Egypt. It's not often that that turns into something tangible. But at the same time, it, it, it's such a shame for people who thought, well, that's I've invested in something that's a proper stalwart that's going to be there for a while. They had a pretty big space in Bristol over the over the water. Um, that I'd never managed to get to, despite all my times in Bristol, and it was, but it was on, it was on the list. I think they just, I don't know, they kind of went for. They, they obviously were one of the OGs, but a lot of their stuff, like the the millionaire shortbread stuff, was that kind of niche was. What wasn't was it as what was as that terrible one that, was that when everybody was doing it? That awful sea salt, sea salt, lime no, lime that is salt lemon, wasn't it? We had that. At, remember the awful. craft beer experience, and oh. that was fucking howling. That was <laughs> like, but obviously, they and, make, and I literally make a lot of good beer. I literally never had another wild beer beer after that because I was like that is oh. fucking the worst thing I've ever had in my life. But what I'm getting at is they they took money off fuck, which is is kind of even a, a, a it's. I mean, top out for me. I'm in. 
Oh, I've got a tear comes to my eye every time I open one of my last few remaining cans of the cone. Um, I still want to look into the idea of buying up the recipe off them. Well, um, we can charge uh, you more than a tenner. Well, Andy's a reasonable dude, David. I'm sure we could speak him into a, a you 20, know, 20. A 20 quid. I, quid. I mean, I, I, I do, I, I feel for these guys, you know. Um, Mark and I actually bumped into him at the Jolly Judge when we were out. <laughs> The last time I was down, like just the, the same day the announcement came out, and mm. really, you, you you got a feel for them. Um, I guess in a way, it's good that they're wrapping up before it all goes tits up. Aye, well, you aye. know, because there's there was they're able to get out. Was that there's been stories in the past of breweries down south, um, that I'm aware of who've they've folded, and well, not just down south, down south and up here for that matter. Yeah. Who've just had their head in the sand and not been paying their PAYE and not been paying their suppliers and uh, and all nice. the rest of it. And you know, we all get into tricky cash flow situations, I guess, at time to time and things take a little bit longer to pay off. Yeah. But um generally speaking, um the decision to pull out before it got desperate, I think, was it's, really, sens- really, it's a sensible really but sensible <clears throat> business decision. Like Right, we're going to touch that. The like, forecast doesn't look great. Right, that's maybe just... It's cu- if you like West Coast IPs. Well, and it, and it just me. <laughs> and it fucking just... I mean, li- literally the best one, and it's like, oh, we're done. I know. Wow. I think every time we've spoken about this, David, I have mentioned the cone. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> I think the top out are now just... It's like it's they just are the just cone. the makers of the cone. Yeah, cone. Right. cone uh, really want, like, I love everything else. Oh, here, but, see what we should do. All the Sorry. All stuff in that they've done, but I just want them to be... Like the relaunch should just be the cone. Can we, uh, Scott? If you're, are you are you planning on buying more, or Mark? Are you planning on buying? Oh, I'm, I'm in. Hi. Can we like just buy one extra can and just like do a burial for it and no, <laughs> no open it and do a burial? No, I'm not buying no, one. We'll and we'll float it onto the float it onto the lock at B Craig's or something like that and shoot an arrow <laughs> into it, and set it in fire, a proper Viking number. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, we'll definitely buy. We'll de- definitely buy more though. We need to get through. I'm sure they're we ca- can. Con- like, no, they're capsule for it. No, capsule because like people in like twenty years need to know about the cone. The offer of maybe. a trip to IKEA for somebody's other half will be too tempting to to withstand, and we'll get some more uh, the cone before it before they give up the ghost. The cone capsule. I do want. Um, I do want another experience of it on cask. And Aye, that would be having, wouldn't it? I know this goes against everything, and David will like he can reprimand me for this tomorrow at work, I suppose. But like, if some of these Edinburgh pubs would just buy a cask of cone, um, I will like so I can come in and drink it. Yeah. That would be um, you're getting your P45. Yeah, Mark, why don't we why don't we suggest it as a collaboration? Oh, come on, that's oh, now you're talking about it. Uh, why do we suggest as a collaboration and keep the keep the recipe alive, oh, keep the cone alive? Don't do start. Do, do, do a do a do a a, a Kickstarter, a Twitter campaign, or something like that to keep the cone alive. Mm-hmm. Need more followers for that. <laughs> we do. Uh, we could call it the 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 pine or the the ninety nine or something. I don't know. Like, or just the the cone's fine. To be fair, just, that's I a good know. name. Just stick with that. Good. Just step the code. Aye, that would be good. Could we could I'm sure we could rope in somebody who's good at like social media and stuff like Pilot must be 
stuck for things to talk about. Uh, apparently when I forgot to talk about Don't give them the any more good recipes. They're good enough. <laughs> Good I saw the the new the, the new supply that was it. I I still can't even, that that you were talking about a certain phrase, Gav earlier. You could just say I can't even say that beer. It's the it looks like pineapple when you look at it, but it's IPA apple. IPA apple. IPA apple. IPA apple. So they've got a new batch of that, which is anticipated. As most, I still can't say it. Yeah. Don't say it. <laughs> I still can't. Even after you told me how to say it, I still can't say it. No, we we leave that one for uh, off-air conversations. I think. Yeah, probably, probably the best thing to do. Um, I, I want to just see if we've checked them into different beers. I know I have. Uh, Mark, what are you drinking? I'm on. Um... I just want to start just before you say, David. How does it feel to actually be in the podcast? They're listening to the podcast. You're like, fuck, fuck, like starstruck. No, <laughs> no. it's a bit. It's a bit. I'm looking at that bass guitar behind Scotty's head. No, is that a bass guitar? Ready. He's got uh, two there. He's got two. One of, one is, of that, two. is that a a multi scale or is it just the angle? It's that. So six strings. He doesn't know. It's five. Five. Five string PV. Number. Um, I bought. bought He's had it since he's like I've got. I bought off the guy that used to teach me. So he just whenever he got fed up, I just bought them off him at a, at a, a, a an excellent discount because he was looking for to fund very quickly fund the purchase of his next one. So, mm. <laughs> Shout out to Ross. Hi. Good guy. No, I play the bass myself, so that was the first thing that I noticed when I when yeah, I came on I've here. That and then I've got a kind of. Semi-acoustic Ibanez is the other one. Mm. Ibanez, mm-hmm. bass as well. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a bass player. Nice. Mm-hmm. He's a bass. He's a bass player. Marks the drums, and I was I pretended to play guitar. Hence that pretend. Very well, you pretended. I can't even move that fucking thing. Right there. So, Mark, what are you drinking? Yeah, breaking right. up. M- Tell us what you're drinking now. You've, Very out of tune. Now you've finished three hundred <laughs> leagues under the sea, or whatever it was. Laps uh-huh. around your garden. 30, 30 laps around the garden. It yes. was actually, it was okay uh, with the verdant. It picked up. You were des- um, you were desperate to hammer verdant for some reason. Weren't you? Were to, uh, you were desperate to give them a doing. It was okay. Know, was, you were disappointed with your dinner, or you were oh, the dinner, like the dinner was a total, dinner. The dinner was a total throw together, but the 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 beer was okay. It was. I didn't really live up to verdant's like the standard I would ex- expect from a four and a half, near enough five percent pale ale. And considering the hot bill, Columbus, Mosaic, my mate Nelson, Azaka, and um, Mosaic again, it just, it was, it was me. Like, it was, like, aye, it was okay. I'm, I'm going to admit, like, I'm on um, Simple Things, Fermentations, Big Ideas, IPA. Now, we've spoken about this before, and... You do have a cup. controversial opinion on this. Oh no, here we go. Well, you know I don't f- fuck around with opinions. Like, there's no point. Um, I remember. Does he does he does he do, do this a lot at work, David? He's uh, fucked off for a pee. A no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's no. very focused when he's he's been he's been very focused when he's been with me. Focused. Been, I like that. Focused. Like, Absolutely. That's a good one. A B C. 
ABC. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's no Oh, no. He's no giving you that pish, is he? I'm surprised he's not sitting with copies of how to make friends and influence people. Pictures, signed pictures of Alec Baldwin at the back. Jordan Belfort's his screensaver Sell me this pen. Sell me this pen. Please, have you been getting the whole ABC pish? Honestly, I. I might get that tattooed on me. Like, I, like, it's, like... I'm going to, the the one, I'll I'll say... The same thing ABC stands for Keep Your Job. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Very much so. No P45 next week. Keep your brewery open. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Mark, carry on. I'm on, um, I'm on the IPA, Big Ideas, from uh, STF. So Amarillo, Simcoe, and Citra. And this, like, I don't know, like, it's just not what I was expecting. I, I feel like it's quite green. And I'm actually meeting Phil on Friday, and I'll mention this to him. But I, I feel like the, it's just... Just tagging his meetings in there, you see that? 100%. Like, well, I've got the, <laughs> the bosses in, so he needs to know. Um, but the... the the fact it's just I feel like it's 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 too dank. I feel like it's too grassy if you rather than like so Amarillo Simcoe and oh, yeah. Citra. I feel like when I heard this before, it was sweeter, it was juicier. Now it's oats and wheat. The body of it's incredible. It's got really good head retention. I just it's it's green. But it, it just it tastes really, really um grassy. I'm looking through the um kind of the their wackaging that's on here. Um so juicy, fruity, soft and smooth is the the thing there. It's it, it's soft and it's smooth. It's not overly juicy and fruity. The Amarillo um in the boil, dry hop twice with Simcoe and uh, Citra. Intense tropical citrus fruit flavours, moderately bitter with a balanced snap. Like I just, it's it's for me. I, like everything on there is not what I'm tasting, and that's why I'm a bit like I think it is maybe just a bit green. So, damn, fair play, fair play. Um, I myself is I'm on potentially one of the freshest beet beers I've ever tasted in my puff, and that's beside actually having it straight from the tap room. Um, tremendous tap tap room, FYI. Um, so I'm on their pollen IPA, six point five percent. This thing is a gift from above. Um, this is honestly fucking tremendous. The most fl- one of the most floral beers I've I've actually smelt this year and tasted this year as well. Uh, probably only fifteen chickens, so I'm like, well, fucking really, I genuinely is that on um the good friends at on tap. I- Untaparoo, don't yeah. bother your fucking arse. Yes, that's the one. Um, yeah, it, it's fresh. I like beer, half a star. <laughs> I, I don't like. I don't like beer. One star. Um, super floral. I was trying. I was trying to find out while you were talking there, Mark, what hops are in it because it's the one time a beak beer doesn't have its hop profile on the actual can itself, and I do not for the life of me know what it is. I'm going to guess, I guess, there's at least Citra in there, Amarillo, and maybe some other wee bits that I'm not quite sure what it is, but super floral, super citrusy, 
it's just such a tasty summery beer. And I know we're fucking in the middle of December or the start of December, but by God, this is such a tasty beer. And it's just, it's, it's beak all over. As much, if you listen to the podcast before, you, you'll know I'll, I'll, I'll refer to overtone beers as just fucking overtone beers when I talk about them. Big, massive dippers. Beak are very much the same. They know how to do really good IPAs really fucking well. And very complex beers, but not, they don't have to be super high in the ABV. They can stick to a relatively sessionable ABV. And I say that, and this is 6.5%, which is sessionable for us. Um, and by God, this is such a lovely, juicy, floral, light mouthfeel, very smooth and very drinkable, very quaffable. Fuck me, by the way. Pollen. If you get a chance to buy it, get your hand on it. You will not be disappointed. This beer is fucking awesome. Um, David, um, I'm literally about to finish this. I do have some Spay Valley beers beside me. And um, you, I'll, I'll let you know. Oh, yes. <sighs> Heart attack. Um, I've got three beside me. And I, I wondered which beer I should... If you've got a sunshine in Keith, don't open it. Don't open it. <laughs> nah. Roger. Don't open don't yeah. open it until don't open it until we check the guy number. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cookie. <laughs> Just I leave it at that. Not be doing Get it. your safety goggles on and then go for it. Ken. Get, right, I've... Open it the, open by the sink. He's he's owned the plenty of my uh, home brews over the years, to be fair, so Aye, well I've done that sensibly because ones that you've done a fucking explode. I've got an old spay, the oatmeal stout. I've got a milk chocolate stout and I've got a spay's hardware. A hardware? What Which one? hardware do you have? Is it hardware beast of Dufftown? Correct, Amundo. It is beast of Dufftown. That's the bad boy. <sighs> Fuck it. Nine and a half. Are you fucking shitting me? Fuck that. <laughs> That'll put me to fucking bed. Oh, in fact, Aye, so beast, is the other one. Beast of Dufton's about 11, is it not? Shit. Nine, oh, it says nine. Uh, well, I hope it's not 11. It says 9.5 in the bottle. Oh, <laughs> that's fine then. No, there's two There's two hardwares. There's a hardware Beast of Dufton and there's a hardware um, Highland oh. Hardware. And Highland oh. Hardware, I think, it's 11.5 or 11.4. A slightly oh, wetter whiskey cask that it was in. I'll put here's my um, So what was this? So you've got old space. Okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with. I'll, 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 it's gone. I'll, you've gone with spay. Surely it's milk spay. That's the five point two. Milk spay. Aye. Are, are you... Don't worry about the ABV. I'll fuck it. Are, are you saying old spay because of the ABV mark? I'm oh, saying mi- that one. I said milk spay because of the. No, ABV. Uh, old spay is. If you were going to do them in order, well, I'm not. I would go <laughs> hardware. Yep. Milk spay. Yep. Old spay side. Is that because ABV or because of preference flavor. and flavour, right, Roger? Yep. If you have old spay side first, you probably won't taste anything else. <laughs> in fairness, I'm probably not going to drink anything. After, this is but this is my last beer of the evening, so I'll probably just go old speed then. Go for it. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. That that didn't fill me with confidence, David. <laughs> no, it's we it, know it, your palate, remember. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
ABC, David, guy. come on, remember. <laughs> You're an IPA guy. No, but, you know. Always be cunt. You've got, to... <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got to manage folks' expectations, you know. Um, now, that was a beer that was mature for four years in a whiskey cask. Yeah, that's not waste. So... When was the last time you had a whiskey, Gavin? No, let's not waste that. <laughs> but, uh, Bring it, that up for you the next time and I'll take it. It's incredibly it. woody. Mm. Um, yeah, that's, that's... And there's a fair there's a fair scalp of funk in it as well. Oh, I like a bit of funk. Oh. Come on, Gavin, for goodness sake. Right, Roger, okay. I'll just I'll just I'll just blind it. Fuck it. Go with the milk one. I'll... And I'll, I'll open it with my broughton ales. Beer open up. Yes. Or the merch. I didn't actually get that a few, so fuck, go fuck yourself. No, you actually, David was, um, David McGowan was very kind when he joined I, I us on the podcast a few years back. Many Russians. He, Many Russians. He, he, he did supply the podcast with about 10 oh, 20 year old Russians. Sorry. Genuinely? Oh, I think I've got two left. I'm not even joking. I've, I've got two kinks. I've still got mine sitting somewhere. I've got two kinks of it. That was somewhere. absolutely. Beautiful that beer. It was a good beer. Absolutely. That gave, when we when we merged, he gave us a bottle of that, and I remember being like, "That is spectacular." That's the thing we brought in. They're big old school beers. They really suit barrel aging. I can't get this. Oh, you need a was it a... Uh, was it stout joke that went into it, David? Or I think I think it was. Was it old joke? No, I think it was a it was a stronger beer than that. Was it? Ah, it was it was something something even stronger. Yeah, if it was special. So the boy's just having some issues here. What's the, oh, there we go. What's Gilroy drinking? Cone. The mood the mood lighting. He's always he's always, he's always in fucking cone. The cone. He's still cone. I just opened another can because I was feeling nostalgic. So it was that or um, the other the 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 other bottle of the uh, vocation. The mint chocolate chip stout thing, the special edition that I got um, at a Tesco as well. My, my yeah. question for you, Gail, just while you're talking about bottles, and mm-hmm. I think I asked you the same question last year, um, but when are we getting stuck into the anchor? <laughs> I know. What are whenever, you doing with that? Whenever you decide to make an appearance. Mate, I... And drink. The last time you were here, you weren't drinking them. I did. Otherwise, I didn't. one of them would... Would have been open for sure. Right, so well, I'm going to, I need to complete. So that's Jade and I are away overnight and uh, uh, what's it called? It's in Bonnie, the some castle or something like that, anyway. Um, Dalhousie, that's what it is. Um, castle overnight um, on Saturday. And I was thinking, can we, if we get shot of the dogs early enough, can we go via Leith? Or Portobello, or some some sort of beer shop, because as much as I'm sure the castle's well equipped, I don't know if it's craft beer games up to much. So no. um, I need to to get a few cans in, um, just purely to make my stay um, extra special. I'll stop somewhere and get some cans. But I'm thinking if we did Leith, I could go to Beats and get a magnum of this year's vintage of the Anchor Christmas Hail. Do they have it though? I don't know. I've not. I never yeah. phoned yet. I'll need to phone them and ask them. I was going to say, um, I was in phone. Normally, they've got they've definitely got wee bottles. That and that is my my problem, is that they always have the wee bottle or have had in the past anyway, 
the wee bottles of the Anchor Christmas Ale for that year. And I always buy half a dozen of the wee ones, drink them, and then have no friends for the for the Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> Says more about my lack of social life than anything else. But I, I've got so I've got a, I've got a 2019 and a 2020 Magnum, the Anchor Christmas beer. So we can do a, a, a three-year comparison, hopefully. Here. By the way. Shoot your shit. Shoot, throw some shade, Gav. No, there's actually no shade to be thrown. Because you can't but, get in. No, no, no. I'm in. I'm in. I, I, I had to use it. <laughs> I had to use it. What did second. you go with? The Highland Hardware? No, I went with the milk, milk, Milk's Bay. All right. Um, I just thought it'd be more sensible, to be fair. Um, I went with the Milk's Bay. And so I'll tell you this, right? So if you look at the bottle, but really nice, it's got the, the, the waxing and stuff. So as somebody who's no a stout drinker, you think, fuck, this is going to be fucking proper stouty and proper, like, uh-oh, scary stout. It's actually genuinely very approachable. It's not... It's it is definitely milk stout. There's no like it's not massively coffee if at all. It's lovely and I think it it does what it says on the bottle. To be fair, when it's it's a, a milk chocolate stout, it's very you get that chocolate throughout the beer actually, and it's it's very light and um for me not it's, pastry. It's not pastry whatsoever. <clears throat> not so no. whatsoever at all. And for me. <clears throat> and I know I say it all the time, I'm not a stout drinker, but all year, everyone I try, I kind of half enjoy it. And this one is one of the ones I know, fucking, I hate my life something. Is <laughs> one of the stouts. <clears throat> so the last 12 months that I've felt is more approachable than any other one I've had. And I'm not saying it because you're here. I'm not saying it because Mark works for, no. for, works for you. And, and generally, Mark like will that. know I'm being so honest because he's a prick as well. Um, he is. <laughs> well, I. I'll, I'll I'll tell you our our head brewer at Spay Valley, Tony. Um, now, this will make his head big, probably. If ever it was to listen to this, that boy can do a stout. Uh, honestly, he's the first stout that he did. Um, going back was uh, Stout Keith, which was a coffee stout. Yes. Um, back in the you know the elf the uh, the. Basically, the I'm trying to remember the name of the award it got. It was a Great Taste Award. That was what it was. They put it in for it, and it was the only beer to pick up three stars. Yeah. And when we merged back in the uh, back in the day, we had Spay Valley's uh, the, the stout that I came up with, which was Spaced Out, and that was the beer that um, you know I'd actually come up with a name before I came with, up with a brewery. Uh, came up with a brewery. Basically, the the whole idea was to have this amazing, approachable stout that was going to go really well with whiskies because you're in the whiskey area, it's a space side, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Anyway, when we merged, um, I think by that point, we had two silver medals for it in cask and a silver medal for it in bottle. Um, and I thought, you know, I can make a stout. You know, it's a cracking stout. It was a very close... Uh, very close run thing, but I think by that point he actually had three gold medals for the stouts that he'd made. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 
and uh, basically when we were talking about doing this, um, you know, I'd said to him, you know, we don't, because he hates pastry sauce, he's not got a sweet tooth and he yep. loves espresso coffee and, and I was, you know, and you've got to temper that as well and I said, because it's not just about what you like, it's about what's going to, what's going to work. It's going to sell. What's going to sell, but, but what, mm. what are you doing it for? And again, it, it, for us, it came back to this, we were going to be barrel aging some of it or yeah. we were going to be looking, excuse me, to do something barrel, barrel like with it and there's, We've got not just as a result of our location, but but partly because of the result of our location and my background, we've got quite a close tie in with the whiskey industry. Yeah. And some beers work better with whiskies when you're having a half and half mm-hmm. than others. And Tony's a big whiskey fan and I'm a big whiskey fan. And you know, like pretty much every recipe that I developed in the early days of Spay Valley Brewery were basically designed uh-huh. to go with whiskey because mm-hmm. I was sat there with both hands going, you know? <laughs> so, um, the Space Out is one of those ones that, you know, it will work well with smoky whiskies. It will work well with sweet You can and see the that. And the same with this, like Tony's managed to nail it with, with those two as well. The, the, yeah. uh, the stout, uh, the, the, the Milk Spay is last whiskey festival. Um, some of my friends and, you know, folk that have been custom, become customers from it of ours they were buying cases of it to use during tastings so you know i'll tell you i'll tell you this right now that is the quickest bottle of stout i have drank in my life have you done that is, that? that is gone no word of a lie that Just is work. gone. get the hardware open then that is genuinely <laughs> let's get your thoughts on that no, no even no even not a single word of a lie. That is the easiest stout I've ever drank in my fucking life. That was quick. That was quick. But it's because it's because it's like the weird thing is the older I've got and becoming a dad and stuff, I've, I've, I'm drinking more coffee because fucking days are too long and fuck me. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's the most enjoyable thing you've ever done. Stop your piss. I tell you what, isn't it? No, it is. I'm not. That's a lie. Completely. Is. Um, bye. So I've I've kind of got. My, my taste buds are changing so that so I'm coming round to the the stout side of things, but the coffee bit and the pastries, I, I just feel it's too overwhelming. And yeah. um, genuinely, honestly, Christ, by the way, that is that is, it's almost like I I don't want to say an alcoholic hot chocolate, but it kind of almost is because it's that long. Um, David, I assume the best place to get the beer from you guys is either from Mark. Yes. Good evening, Mark. Or uh, via the Spay Valley Brewery website at spayvalleybrewery.co.uk. Um, please correct indeed. me if I'm wrong. It is indeed. Super. Done my job correctly there. Spayvalleybrewery.co.uk. Go over to the website and check out some of the beers and grab some for yourself. Um, if your local tap room or bottle shop is not supplying Spay Valley, contact Mark or the okay. website. 100%. Mark will give you the beer. Mark will give you the beer. Top salesman. Always be a cunt, is what he is. Always be. <laughs> ABC. <laughs> ABC. I can't believe you fucking shown that shit to him. Fuck me, man. Mate, it's like it's like <sighs> sales one oh one. Like it's basic shit. That's what it's all about. Yes. Always be a cunt. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> 
And make sure as well you go on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, search Bay Valley, like, follow, and share. And while you're at it, do it for the Beerfit podcast as well. Wherever you listen to this podcast, make sure you subscribe and hit that ding a ling ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. Give a wee five star rating, we much appreciate it. You can show your official support by going to patreon.com forward slash Fridge podcast and become an official supporter. Until next time on the podcast of Real Beers, Real Brews, Real It's opinions. awards night next week. It's fucking awards, bitches. I'm getting fucking suited and booted, oh, FYI. Bowtie will be on, mate. Don't you worry. You better be fucking ready for this. I'm well charged. Oh, no. <laughs> oh you're, you're back from the Promise me you'll open that hardware. Oh. Yeah, when, you, when you do the hardware, you've got to do it online. Right, we'll do, we'll do it. Doesn't need to be next we'll, week, but. We'll do live because Callum's got one as well, hasn't he? He's got a he's got a barrel uh, to the game. I'm not gonna lie, kind of hate you a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. So, I'm 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 not gonna lie, you. I'm not. So Get nice. the crackers and cheese ready for that one. Right. Nothing. This <laughs> old spay, big time, <laughs> big time. Not that it's bad. I'm just not. So, I'm not a professional drinker. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Right, uh, until next time in the podcast, real beer, real brews, real opinions. Beer Fridge Podcast